Just, it's a podcast, right? We're not it's a podcast, we're not on video. Okay. Good, 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 good. Don't even have to worry about the hair. A podcast from the IMEX Group, The Talking Point, explores the biggest topics in the meetings and events space. Twice a month, we'll be talking with people who influence positive change in our industry. Today, we're exploring the circular economy with Guy Bigwood. Managing Director of the Global Destination Sustainability Index. So whether you're listening in the gym, on your journey to work, or at the office or anywhere else, we really hope you enjoy our new IMEX Group podcast. Guy, we're here to talk about the IMEX Talking Point, which is nature. Mm. theme we've chosen as our annual talking point for 2020. Within the story that we want to tell the industry. We want them to understand more, if they know at all, about the circular economy. Mm. Please explain. Mm. Our economy is based very much on a, you extract, you use, and then you dispose of. It's a very linear line of, uh, of resource usage. And obviously what we've seen, that that creates some problems. The kind of problems we're facing now with plastic in the sea or massive use, massive creation of carbon emissions is, is, is very much based on that model. But if you kind of look at nature, you can see nature has a different way of working, doesn't it? It has a circular way of working. You think of a tree, it, it, it starts to grow and grows, fulfills its potential, and then when it dies, it disintegrates and forms that compost and lovely humus and stuff that then is used by the other trees around it to regrow. So it's a very circular cycle. That's really what we have to, to do with society today and the way we make things and use things. There's this massive effort going around and you know it could kind of start with recycling where we recycle things but how do we get a real proper circle that from the moment we extract the resources through to produce them, through to use them, through to dispose of them, we form a circle that can keep using waste as a resource and keep adding value to the cycle and to the systems that provide it. One of the principles, as I understand it, Circular economy is about really considering where you start from. So you start from a point of zero waste. You're not using any resources from the start that aren't going to be reused, recycled, or aren't regenerating uh, in some way. Yeah, like everything, it's how radical you get to your yeah. mission and where you start. I mean, that's, that's the zero waste methodology. But, you know, you have to start somewhere. To make plastics, we're extracting oil to make that, right? So that's done. So then how do we reuse that plastic and turn that into a closed-loop systems? In some systems, every time you recycle, you downgrade the value mm -hmm. of that material mm -hmm. to a point where it's no longer usable. So how do we keep recycling in a way that it keeps the value? And so now there's some you know, clever scientists that come up with different types of plastic. You can do that. You can do that with some types of paper now. So there's a lot of innovation happening in that space. So that's one of the key things is maintaining the value of your raw product. 
I mean, Adidas is a good example because it takes, um, you know, the plastic from the oceans mm. and then reconverting that and respinning that into that very different type of web of materials that they're making those fantastic running shoes out of. This is a, a major issue for the planet. It touches every person, every, every mm. species, you might say, living on yeah. the planet that we share this world with. And some very, very big corporations are now choosing to act very differently. They're taking a strong position on this. Yeah. All the major brands are, are massively involved in this. Everyone from car brands, um, looking at how they make the cars, how they make the plastics, how do they dispose of the plastics, how they dispose of the cars. It's not just about resources, it's about rethinking. I mean, there's different principles depending on the system of circular economy you look at, but one of those key principles is rethinking your business model. I think one of the leaders in circular economy for years has been a brand called Interface. Now, Interface made carpet, one of the world's largest carpet manufacturers, and um, they kind of got fed up with using oil to make a plastic-based product that was thrown away. You think of our world and the, the events world. Yeah. So they first of all started to think about how do they make the carpets in a different way? Can they recycle the carpets? And then through that journey, they started to rethink and say, well, you know, maybe people don't buy a carpet anymore. They rent it. Yes. So they think of an Uber kind of approach. You yeah. can do that for carpets. So they came up with and one of the pioneers in the carpet tiles. So, and nowadays in many hotels and places like that, there's a carpet tile. So when you know, wear that wears out, say on the corridor where everyone walks, you just change those tiles. You don't have to change the whole of the corridor. So the big brands are, are working a lot into that, Ford and stuff like that. But also the governments are working on that. So there's major strategies from the EU, uh, from the UK, from lots of governments around the world, especially in the Nordics. And laws, you know. The plastics directive from the EU, by 2025, a brand has to take responsibility for its plastic. If you're a plastic producer, you're Evian, you have to think about it. your water bottles. and You own and the plastic you, you, for you, life. You own that. So, so quite a complex system there, but that's got very clear targets. A percentage recycled material in your product, what percentage you have to recycle. So that's a game changer in Europe. And that will hit us, you know, in the events industry. So how is it going to hit us in the mm. events industry? What is the practical application of it in our industry? Where do we even start? Yeah, so I think there's, you know, you need to kind of break it up into chunks. In the events world, food is one pillar, down to kind of the built environment, signage and stage sets and stuff like that. And then probably mobility is the third biggest area where we really need to think about. Looking at those three pillars give us the most value in terms of resource and in terms of carbon emissions. So I think that's the kind of three areas we need to focus on. Stop using this three pound a, a meter carpet that we just threw away. Can we rethink that? Can we come up with better materials and can we mainstream the usage? Whether it's carpet or whether it's, you know, what's the materials we're using to build our stage sets and our stands. And that's been amazing progress, really. If you look back 10 years ago, everything was wood and plastic and thrown away. Nowadays, so much more is modular, especially in Europe. But still in Asia and other places, there's still massive amounts of build. And that's not healthy. It creates dust and dirt, which means you need cleaners, uh, which slows you down, uh, costs you more. 
more transportation, it costs you more, takes you more time. So, you know, you can really use kind of circular economy philosophies to drive in productivity but reduce cost. We can't be talking about these changes on, in the world without acknowledging yeah. that there has to be an economic game, which is why it is called the circular economy, yeah, let's face it. Do you, do you happen to know what the value of it is currently? McKinsey did a great white yeah. paper, the exact figure, but it was trillions of dollars. So that's why, you know, it's it's, it's big opportunity. Everyone's going into that, you know. Incidentally, I learned that the exhibition world, second only to the construction industry yeah. for its wastefulness. Exactly. Collectively, as an industry, we're not doing a good job. Okay. I think we're in a bad place at the moment. It's so called I, the start. Yeah, so I really welcome... Uh, IMEX's efforts onto that because we need to do more and, and the shining light of IMEX is very important in this, so bravo. You know you've got some great venues who's doing some great, great things, so here we are in, in Sands. Is that Sands right? Expo in Las Vegas. Exactly. These guys have done some really big thinking into circular economy into, in terms of food and, 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 and really pushing their recycling rate. I mean, you've got a great recycling rate here, 93% or something. Yeah. Or diversion rate, we should diversion say. Rate indeed, Let's get yeah. the right words yeah. there. But they really look at their, you know the food and the composting and how they can donate food, but how do they turn that into biogas, what's left, which can't be donated. This is a business that has done some great work and a lot of venues around the world, I think places like Gothenburg have done a fantastic job. Excel in London. So there's a few superstars there. But there's some people that have done some great work. You know, I worked with a, a big IT corporate. We took a trade show and, and worked with their client trade show and when we started working at it, we were producing 82 tonnes of waste. I think that was 87 Mini Coopers, to give you an idea. <laughs> right? Well, the new Mini Coopers, the, the Mini one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Over a number of years, we got that down from there to 11 Mini Coopers, so 10 tonnes. And then uh, we went to the next year and we got it down to one Mini Cooper. Same size event, you know, same impact. So that proves you can do that. And we did that and it didn't cost us a cent. We saved money. Um, but we got a better event, a yeah. better deliverable, better product. So there is a big benefit to do this right, um, but we still need a few big thinkers to, to make this happen. SAP's done some good work in the past, Microsoft done some good work, but um, you know, the association space were a bit slower on in general, and mm. we're still considering how long we've been talking about this, how many years we've been working on this, it's, we're far from mainstream. For the event planners listening, I just want to end by saying, and I think you probably feel the same, that this isn't about shaming people who, who didn't know any better or who haven't done any better in no. the past. It is about just drawing a line in the sand and you don't have to do a lot to make a change, just start small. Together we're going to be giving them some fantastic resources, I, help, I hope, yeah. over time and building those. But if they're listening right now and this is before we've begun to release uh, toolkits or whatever we might do to help them, where would you point them currently? A uh, book, a resource? Yeah, a I, th I think um, actually really good circular economy resources for the events industry doesn't exist. So I would look, mm, I would look and research circular economy, mm -hmm. uh, the Ellen MacArthur Foundation, circularaconomy.org, I think it is as well, which right. is out of um, Holland. Some fantastic resources there, different, different, slightly different approaches. So I look for that. In terms of meeting specific stuff, I think the best stuff is just about to be relaunched by the uh, EIC and the new standards. 
they are, while it doesn't focus on circular economies, it's very integrated into the standards. And so there's some really very practical guidelines and suggestions. My work is around the Global Destination Sustainability Index, or the GDS Index, and there we have quite a lot of guidelines and support around destinations and what destinations can do. Because we really see that destinations should be, uh, should be championing this and yep. really raising awareness within their destination and working with a local city who has a mandate. Pretty much every municipality around the world is looking at this at various levels, uh, and some have significant mandates. And as I said, law's coming. Yeah. It already is in place in some countries. It will definitely come in other countries. Um, so let's get ahead of that edge. Let's, you know, let's really think about it. And then let's, let's really stop and look and learn from nature because nature can teach us so much about how to do this properly. Well, you and I are the ultimate circular people. I mean, we will eventually go to dust and, exactly. you know... I'm not going to say job done because who knows what happens next. Exactly. But I mean, that's what fascinates me is everywhere you look, if, mm. you, if you look through that, um, that lens of nature and circularity, it's everywhere. I think that's the, the sort of joy of this. So you, it just requires us to look at the world and what we do differently and suddenly the answers, mm. are, they've always been there. They're under our noses. So you look at, yeah. and, I'm really yes. excited in the future of how do we create a platform within IMEX for those young entrepreneurs. There's so much innovation around that, mm. around you know, mushroom waste and, and reusing coffee ground wastes yeah. uh, things like that. In the events industry, we love new shiny things and some of this really can help you come up with different ways of working and thinking and makes a difference. If you want to know more about IMEX and the work we do, you can find us online at imexexhibitions.com or you can seek us out on the usual social media channels. We've put all the notes below for you. Otherwise, we hope to see you next time. <laughs>